Hi, you're listening to Abacadabra Radio. I'm Abby, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about manifestations, meditations, timeline jumping, tarot card insights, astrological insights, literally whatever comes up. Happy to have you guys here for the ride. Hello, hello, my friends. I apologize because I jinxed myself when I said that I was going to do this and it was going to be consistent and it wasn't for the last, I literally jinxed myself because then I didn't put an episode out for two weeks, but stuff got busy and it was the holidays. It was Thanksgiving. We hosted. So I, you know, that was a long weekend for me. And then the next week my voice was all funky and I've had an outline, but I just haven't had the time to sit down and record a podcast. So I have my tea. It is Sunday, the day before I'm releasing this. And I spent a long time just, you know, chilling today, doing things for me. And now I'm in the right place to like actually record the podcast episode. So here we are. Hello. I hope you all have been well. Before I start this episode, I just want to remind you guys that on my website, I have a timeline shifting audio that is on sale for 11.11 through Christmas or like through the new year. And then it will go up to $25. So make sure you get that while you can um, at that price. Otherwise, pay 25 That's fine with me, too. It's really awesome. I've done it quite a few times, and I'm going to get into a timeline shifting that I did literally today, later in the episode. I also have subliminal, like personalized subliminals you can get, email coaching, lots of different things. So check the website out. It's in the show notes, but here we go. So I want to start with talking about how you show up differently in different realities, because When you think about it, you will show up differently. You have to show up differently when you are in a different reality. It might not be in a big way. It might not be in a profound way, but it's still going to be different than a way that you have been showing up in previous realities. Like, of course, you're going to be showing up differently, whether it's changing something small physically, whether it's like a different hair color, different outfits that you wear, different ways to do your makeup, or maybe it's like the way that you're walking is different. The way that you perceive yourself and the world around you might be different. Like there are little shifts that are going to dictate, like those little things that you do could dictate the the reality that is being reflected back to you. So... Think about how you show up when you're sad or depressed or down versus how you show up when you're out with your friends and having a good time. It is two totally different versions of yourself. There's millions of different versions of yourself. So when it comes to conscious creation and wanting to get the best out of your reality, ask yourself, how does that version of me show up? And I know that you hear people say this all the time, but like it's really starting to sink in more and more for me now um, because even... Like I said, even the tiniest shift in how you talk, how you walk, how you communicate with people, that could be the shift that you need to anchor yourself into the new reality that you want to experience. So ask yourself, how does this version of me show up? Do they talk differently? Do they talk about different subjects? Do they... Do they avoid subjects? My new version of me, I am saying this right now. I know I've talked about it in past episodes. I've talked about it on my TikTok. I can't drink anymore. And I have, since late September, I think, early, yeah, late September, I started really feeling a pull to not drink alcohol. And then, I mean, I have, I have, um, in my family, if you know me, no, you don't. Um, there are issues with alcohol, not with any of my siblings, not with my father, um, but there have been issues in the past with family members who were taken by the disease. I'll just, and um, so 
I need to watch myself with that. Um, I don't think that I have an issue with alcohol except for the fact that it is making me so depressed the next day, like in the worst way. And I started noticing it more and more in November. And I was like, wow, I really don't feel good the next day. So like this past week, I didn't really drink. And then I had one cocktail um, with my boyfriend on Wednesday night and Thursday morning, I was dragging like worse than I've ever noticed before. I felt awful. And then I was like, I can't, I can't drink anymore. Like, it's just not, I just can't do it. So then I was like, maybe on a Saturday, I can have a couple drinks since we're going out. I had a couple drinks. And this morning I literally was like, I cannot drink anymore. It took me almost the entire day to get back to feeling like myself again. And because I'm like noticing that I'm just not showing up as the best version of myself. I don't want to be that person. I just can't drink anymore. And please know this is not a judgment. If you want to drink, have at it. Have fun. Like, I I don't... It doesn't matter to me. I have just noticed, like, I feel so unbelievably bad If even if I have, like I said, one cocktail or one glass of wine. It is wild how unbelievably terrible I feel the next day I'm irritable I'm like I don't think good of myself I don't think good of my reality so I need to pay attention to that I just and that's how I have to show up differently in my reality it is weird because I like I said I don't think that I have a problem with alcohol I don't stopping is not an issue to me um I think what is weird for me to kind of wrap my mind around is like you can be sober you can stop drinking even if you didn't have an issue with alcohol uh but I need to start shifting my beliefs around that because I think um in my mind like if you stop drinking it's because you have a problem because growing up I was ingrained with um seeing if someone was told they had to stop drinking for their health they would for a certain amount of time they would be very very happy and good and then when they started drinking again um it wouldn't be great it would not be great they would not be in their best version of themselves so I am noticing that for me so I need to make sure like well again it wasn't a health situation it's I'm I'm not addicted to alcohol Um, I I guess I really feel like I need to put that out there, even though it doesn't fucking matter if you do, you do. And that's okay. If you get help, great. Um, it is something that happens like alcohol, it it makes you uninhibited. But other than that, like I, I, I can, I can be okay socially without having to drink, but it's going to be something that I need to like shift my beliefs around, I guess that's what I'm getting at. I'm also seeing more and more people in my reality have that pull to not drink also, which is kind of reassuring too. (laughs) My whole reality is shifting around alcohol, which is kind of interesting. Now I have a quote that I want to share from Joe Dispenza. Um, I was listening to a podcast and I heard him say this quote, so I had to write it down and talk about it. And it is, belief is a redundant state of being. And when you change, like when you change your state of being, you will notice yourself talk starts to shift your self-concept will start to shift you're going to be deciding to show up in the new version of yourself so your thoughts are going to look different like belief is a redundant state of being boom okay as your beliefs like as you consistently stay in a new belief system 
that state of being, your state of being, your your baseline of where you operate from is going to change. Like I've noticed when I when I use subliminals, my beliefs, I like I've said, I start to use uh, those thoughts on autopilot. Those are the things I'm thinking. I've noticed that if I don't listen to the subliminals for like a day or two overnight, I don't think that way often, as often. I don't wake up with that mindset already. So I enjoy having that in my mind as I go to sleep as a reminder like of whatever I'm working on. I think that subliminal messages work really well for me as I'm going to sleep. They might not work for everybody. It's a tool I enjoy to use. So if you want to, great. If you don't want to, that's also fine. But like I said, as you start to shift your beliefs, your state of being is going to change. Your state of being dictates what is being reflected back to you in your reality. So if you want things to change, you need to change your state of being. If you want to change your state of being, you need to change your beliefs. And it might be one belief, one tiny belief that you need to change that will shift literally everything about your reality which is exciting and cool and like we're shifting realities anyway you're shifting realities anyway you might as well do it consciously right okay you know how abraham hicks talks about the idea of it is already done like it's it's done it's done like you hear esther repeating that all the time it's done it's done it's done i didn't have a good grasp on that for a long time of why it was done But it's done because there are millions of realities. There are an infinite number of realities that you could shift to at any minute. Time is not linear. All timelines are happening at one time. Which is, I love thinking about that. Some people don't. I love thinking about that. When you shift consciously or unconsciously, like whatever whatever belief you have, whatever state of being you're, you know, in is going to dictate what is being reflected back to you. So... There is a version of you that has the job you want. There is a version of you that's won the lottery. There's millions of versions of you that are in love with the love of your life. And they can look like different people. But that's, that's why it's done. That's why creation is finished. That's why it's already done. Like Everything has already been created, which is exciting. And all we have to do is align with the frequency and consistently focus ourselves into that reality to experience it. And you can experience it at any time. But I did want to say when I was talking about how like there could be millions of people that are the love of your life, like a lot of people are really into manifesting a specific person and I'm not. And I know I've talked about it, but I'm not into like you could do it. I think I think it's possible, but it's not anything that I mess with at all because I really do believe that the people in our reality are reflections of us. So if someone is like like avoiding you or someone not treating you 100%, ask yourself if they're like, I know it's not fun to do, but like get real with yourself and ask yourself, is there a part of me that I'm ignoring? Is there a part of me that is not seeing my worth? And that's not easy work. It's not. I had <laughs> that reflected back to me a ton with people and I wanted those people in my life, like those 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 guys at the time. And once I was like, nope, I'm going to I'm going to stand in what I want and what I believe for myself and I'm going to stand in my self-worth and set the energetic boundaries that I need to. And as soon as I did that I met Nate. I met my boyfriend. And we've been together for 4 years and he's better than I could have imagined and he's better than those other people, those other guys or whatever. Um and I just I just want people to know that the love of your life 
could look like a billion different people. It might not be your SP. It might be, but it might not be. And for you to try and manifest that timeline specifically is really, really hard, especially coming from a place of they're not here and I don't have them. So I'm just going to put that out there. Another topic to talk about. The method that you use to manifest is not what is manifesting. Vision boards don't manifest. Subliminals don't manifest. Uh, All of this stuff that I talk about, those are tools to get you into, like you are the only thing that is manifesting stuff. Your mind, your beliefs, that is the only thing that is creating the reality that you live in. Vision boards are helpful for getting your mind primed for like the the reality that you want to have. Subliminals are really great for shifting beliefs that you might have, that you might be working on. But when it comes to that, you also want to be aware of what you're working on. Playing a subliminal tape, but not really knowing like, like I, I will do them for specific things that I'm working on for like improving my relationship with money. And then during the day, I need to take physical action in order to kind of ingrain that belief into reality action is very very important when it comes to manifestation you can't just make a vision board and do everything the same you can't just meditate and keep everything the same you have to do something different and usually the thing that's different that you do should come from inspired action it should come from like a weird that little like ping in the back of your mind that's like go do this right now Take this different way to work right now. Get this coffee on your way to work right now. Talk to that person that you haven't talked to in five years. Talk to them right now. Text them. Like, sounds crazy. But that inspired action is what is going to lead you to the new reality. Because it's that, it's that shift of I'm going to take a left at the stop sign instead of going straight. That will ch- It could change the course of your entire life. So be, be open when um, you get like a thought to change something, to shift something, especially if you're in the realm of like, I'm making a vision board and I want to do this thing. I don't know why I keep saying vision boards. I don't even use them. They don't work for me. Um, Oh, but that was back to the method is not what manifests. Those are just tools. And your, however they work for you is fine. Like vision boards, like I just, they just don't really, I'm not visual. I'm not a visual person. That's not how I'm going to manifest. I'm better at mindset. Um, there are definitely things that were on a vision board that I've made in the past that have come into my life. Like, I'm not saying that they don't work. I'm just saying I don't like using them. I also don't like journaling. Sometimes I do it when I really feel the pull to, but all in all, I'm not a journaler. And I know that some people absolutely love it. And that's fabulous. Do that. I like meditating. I enjoy doing rampages of appreciation. Sometimes podcasts are what get me in the like full on receiving mode. I'm in a different reality. Ooh, okay. Now I'm remembering too. I have to tell you guys about the timeline shifting thing. I just did because now I'm in a new timeline. So like I said today, I was because I drank yesterday in a terrible, terrible like mental space today. I really just like wasn't, I was just in a funk. Like I felt like I was in a black hole and I was like, I just, I feel yucky. I feel icky. I hate this. So I worked out. That was good. I did a little bit of baking, which was nice. I did laundry, made the bed, whatever. And then I was like, I'm going to take an ice bath, which I did a lot in the summertime. But I I like to do it on the days that I do legs because I can't lay down in my tub, but I can at least sit down in my tub. So like the bottom half of my body gets the benefits of the ice bath. 
So I did that. I took the ice bath. I was sitting in it and, and I like really like zenned out in this ice bath. And I had the feeling like I closed my eyes and I was just breathing and I felt myself shifting. Like, like I've said before, the film reel shifting, like I felt myself millions and millions of realities, like shifting through every millisecond. Like it felt really good. And maybe it was because of the cold water. I don't know. It felt awesome. And I was just allowing myself to shift. And then I took, so I did that. And then I took a hot shower with the lights off. I did have one like little ring light on to keep things a little bit illuminated. Cause one time I did take a shower in the dark and, um, I killed a spider. Um, and I didn't know because it was dark. So uh. anyway, P the fury is always like, do a timeline, jump in the water, do it in the dark. And I'm like, okay, I'll do both. Let's do it. So I did ice bath, felt the shifting hot shower and really like was like, I am in a new version of myself. I am like reborn into this new version of me. And I literally now feel like a million dollars. I like lotioned everything. I did my face thing for the night. I feel so freaking good. I'm drinking my tea. Um, and I know that I'm just like in a new reality right now. And well, of course I am because like I'm always shifting. But I feel more conscious of the one that I'm in right now. And not so out of control like I did earlier. Earlier, I was just, ugh, it was just bad. It was just so bad. And nothing bad was happening. I just felt yuck. It just, so, yeah. Now I feel fabulous. And I'm really happy that I sat down to actually record an episode for you guys. Hopefully it wasn't all over the place. I did have an outline, so I did read from that. But, um, yeah, I... My goal was to reach 20 minutes, and I didn't, but you know what? That's totally fine. This is this is great. Uh, if you guys have questions, email them to abacadabrapod.gmail.com for anything that you guys want to purchase on the website. The link is in the show notes, and as always, wait, do I say as always? No, I don't. I say, until next time, this is Abby, signing off. Thank you.